The Those Guys with Ships Show is brought to you by Engine. Create your free community website at enjin.com. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Those Guys with Ships show, the Versecast community podcast. My name is John Abraham. I'm Jimmy Croker. I'm Ace Azamine. And I am the artist frequently confused with Sammy Hagar. And I can't fly 55. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. That was a good one. I like that one. That Wow. I'm we impressed. We are Those Guys with Ships, and this is episode 55 of our Star Citizen Community Podcast. Today is December 7th, 2945, Standard Earth Time. Thank you, Ronald Jenkins. Hotel Midi is the intro-outro track. It's off Ronald's most recent album, Alphanumeric, which can be found along with all of his other fine musics at the theronaldjenkins.com. Now, John and Jimmy, we've already uh, discussed uh, the uh, the uh, the wonderfulness that was your holiday experience. Um, Ace, how were you? How was your holiday experience? I, I My, you were sick. Yes, so the actual holiday was actually pretty nice. Uh, lots of family, lots of good food, a lot of good times. Traded back rubs with the cousin. Uh, <laughs> like, what? What? Yeah. Oh my. Okay. So, background in our family and our family we 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 do a lot of of trading backgrounds touching no oh my god <laughs> oh my god <laughs> but uh but um and and of course had a lot of fun at the holidays uh but uh afterwards i was yes rather sick and uh spent the next ensuing three or four days just out of my gourd just just awful but I just want to know more about this cousin massaging. Okay. <sighs> I didn't think I was going to have to go into this, but okay, fine. <laughs> you brought it up. Of course you have to go into it. <laughs> so my nests, cousin massaging. <laughs> 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 my, uh, so something that my dad taught me. Uh, Portlandia. Yes. Well, not... Uh, uh, my dad uh, learned how to give massages from his mom. She taught him like actually. God, it ac- keeps getting better. Actually, taught him how to like like. <laughs> so he taught me, and and it's sort of so like a, a I wouldn't say it an, an official, but it's sort of like an unofficial family tradition. You just part of our family. Trade back rubs. Uh, so, uh, so I want to go to Ace's family get-togethers and get a massage. Yeah. The, the Kennedys play football, and the Azamines do back massages. Do, well, do, it's not. Do you have like a t- do you have like a table? Do, no. do you guys like burn some incense and you know get some nice you know <laughs> play my Yanni in the background? My wife is complaining. The episode has already gotten weird. <laughs> do, do do spouses? Does does your wife like go to the party? Like walk in the door and be like, oh, you know, I got a crick in my neck. Hang on, just a moment, sweetie. You realize that you are on the episode when you do that, right? <laughs> Just making sure you're aware. Hi, Mrs. Ape, Ace. Welcome Hi, to the show. Hi, Mrs. Ace. But it's a little weird. You got to 
<laughs> there you go. It is, it is a little weird. Okay. Well, but no, that's that's awesome. Everyone has their own family tradition. Yours is giving back robes. That's you know, hey. Well, for what it's worth, I got my karmic justice. I got sick after oh, weeks, after that. That's week. a bummer. So, and it was it was pretty awful. I was I spent my uh, weekend with a giant thermos and lots of cough drops. It was not pleasant. Swaddled in blankets. So. But that didn't stop me from having fun. We did some Arma. We did some uh, some Star Citizen. But I was not feeling great for most of it. Are you? Um, are just briefly. Are you in um, PTU two point I am. I've oh, been okay, in cool. PTU since they launched it. I was part of the original group. Oh, good. Okay, cool. And speaking of two point um, where we are as of this recording, I believe we're all um, still in PTU H two dot zero dot. 0.h is that correct yeah the last i checked last yeah. i checked yes all right and so um ace you've been playing jimmy you've been playing i've been playing a little bit uh, john is abstaining um i think we mentioned uh, on the last show a little bit uh, about our experiences jimmy's had some had some fine adventures um i finally got my my loner big shit but um uh, haven't been able to actually fly it because um I had with I had a lot actually I think opposite the experience that you had Jimmy uh, with uh, version G I was able actually to go out and play for about a half an hour weird which, yeah uh, and but version H I can't even get in I mean yeah. I, I, well, I was gonna say yeah G G was for me um, atrocious uh, the the frame rate was was an absolute nightmare uh, Ace what about you. Uh, I didn't get a chance to play G. <laughs> They've been patching them so often that I I, I skipped over G and ended up going straight to H. Yeah, I, it's funny. I missed a couple as well. Um, I think I missed um, E. Uh, I think I missed, uh, what is it, uh, D and E. And then went right into, uh, or I, I missed E and F, I think. I'm just waiting until eventually right we'll, get, G. we'll get to like like T or R. Let's keep, throw, keep, going, keep going through this. Well, I hope not. I hope it goes to live before then. Yeah, it's just pretty impressive that if they're at age, how fast they've been pumping these things out. Yeah, yeah, they've been they've been working really hard. Um, I have been um, at every opportunity going over to uh, uh, to post bugs. How about you guys? I've done um, a little bug posting, but not much. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, so it's I, it's pretty easy to do. Um, you know, like I I. I I don't know about you guys or, or Gleep. I don't know about you, but I, I'm, I don't really do a lot of bug reporting, and it seems kind of daunting. Um, but the issues console makes it really easy. Um, a lot of times, the issues I'm experiencing are, are relatively common. So really, all you've got to do is, if you've got um, all of your computer uh, stats uh, on there as your profile, all you have to do is just type in can, can replicate um, on whatever bugs that you have experienced as well. Um, and all that does is show uh, the development staff how many people are experiencing the same bug. So, I mean, I'd encourage both of you guys to, to go over and try and, and go over and give it a try because it's really not difficult at all. All of my bugs are different and unique and beautiful. <laughs> they are they are they special <laughs> bugs? They are, they are yes. Bugs. Gleep's bugs are are beautiful and unique snowflakes and special in their own right. They all get a prize. They do. Per- they, do. Per- they get a participation prize. <laughs> exactly. Um, what about your stabi- uh, stability, Ace? How has that uh, how's that been treating you? The in general? first few were was like up and down from version to version. It would be great, solid, and then just like impossible. 
Uh, H has been the most stable so far, which stands to reason it being the most recent of them. Um, and I've been, you know, when the, the issue is that for me is that a lot of the controls are still sort of in flux. Uh, and I've been trying to get my control schemes uh, perfected for multi-crew ships, and that's been kind of frustrating. But otherwise, uh, like, the gameplay has lasted longer. I've been able to get over to the stations, and, and I, I finally managed to get over to the um, FPS station. And uh, and test out some of the guns, and and they felt they felt good. Not as obviously not as advanced or as uh, thought out as the stuff in Arma, but that's I mean that's kind of well, Arma's bag. Well, what is? Yeah, yeah. I um I got over to the uh to the the FPS uh, combat station and managed to switch over from my pistol to an assault rifle. Was very excited. Fired off a couple of rounds. Started to go into the base, rounded a corner, came up on someone who shot me in the face three times, and then I, I got uh, sucked into the um, the uh, spawn death uh, loop bug. Spawn death cycle. Yeah, 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 yeah. So killed um, you was, so hard you couldn't get revived. Exactly. So that was that's been my experience with, with FPS. So very very limited. But you know what little bit of uh, time that I was able to do it, I kind of enjoyed it. And uh, Gleep, you uh. You got to run around on your cutlass for a half hour? I did. It was very exciting. I, I uh, was able to um, go to a, a couple of um, satellite arrays. Um, I got out and uh, EVA'd for a while. Um, I, oh, actually, that would have been near the end of my session because I figured out I can't EVA for poop. Um, it's, it takes a little bit of that's practice. That's unfortunate. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm mediocre at it at best. Um, so uh, and then I I try I, I crashed trying to get back into my ship. Um, so, but um, yeah, I, I you know I like the Cutlass and I'm I'm looking forward to um, to flying the Red. I know uh, Jimmy, the conversation we were having in the previous show where you were kind of talking about the reasons why you went from black to the uh, uh, freelancer Miss. Um, I I'm I'm looking forward to going back the other direction, um, cool. going to something a little uh, a little less armored and a little less um, um, uh, power uh, as far, as far as uh, 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 firepower. Uh, well, but it, it seems but, to fit into the role that you want to do. I mean, you, you kind of seem based on the conversations you've had with Arma um, and the ships that you seem to be gravitating towards. It does seem like you're going to be a big fan of being a medic and a doctor in space. I am a Muppet of Healing. I like it. I like it a lot. Have you guys seen the uh, YouTube mashup where people did uh, uh, EVA into spinning ships and they put the uh, interstellar uh, music to the background? No. Yeah, I'll, get, I'll show you guys after the uh, after we're done. Um, there's a fantastic YouTube video out there. Uh, do you guys ever see Interstellar? Yeah. yeah. Of you know the you know the faint that that docking scene where they have to match rotation. Yeah. yeah, putting that putting that music to EVAing into spinning ships, it's a really neat thing. That's pretty cool. cool. I um, I did a little bit of EVAing. Um, I mentioned in the last show, I actually uh, correctly and without bugs landed on an asteroid, which I was very excited about. Um, I had gone over to one of the uh, the moon that has the uh, asteroid belt around it, uh, Delmar or De- Demar, something something like that. And uh, went into the asteroid field and was like, I wonder if I can actually like land um, on the asteroid. And sure enough, I was able to drop my landing gear. I was able to 
to, to get stable in the land, and I was able to EVA out of my ship, which I thought was really cool, and I, I kind of wanted to play around in there for a little while, but I crashed shortly there after I ev- after I EVA'd out. So you were I able to, to la- like clamp onto an asteroid? Yeah, yeah. I actually took a screenshot. Um, it's my wallpaper right now on my uh, desktop. I haven't, I'm going to post it online at some point, but yeah. Um, I just, I was as surprised as you are. I like, I, the, the landing gear dropped and I straight up landed and it was stable and I EVA'd out of the ship and everything. But how very Star Wars. Yeah. It was Clamping on the side of a ship or a rock. Yeah. Yep. It was very, very cool. Um, I, you know, I can't say I've had the same, uh, amount of playtime as you guys though. I'm a little bit jealous. Um, I, I am, I'm doing like. 10 minutes before I crash at best 15 minutes maybe you get lucky like I had one session that was like an hour hour and oh, a half I'm so jealous and then, I- and then after that it was just like 5-10 minutes like and just, that was just the rest of the rest of the night right. it was just like it's like alright well I guess I got my allotment in I haven't. I just. I haven't been able to really deep dive. I've gotten a little flavor of everything. I've, I've got. I've gotten to get my Connie off the ground. Um, I've taken my Avenger out. I've taken my Ghost out. Uh, I've done a little bit of space combat. Which the flight uh, mechanics are different now. Yeah. Ace? Yeah. Oh yeah. They're what very do you think? different. What do you? What do you think? It seems. Do they slow everything down a little bit? It's frustrating. Why? Um. For me, it's harder to. It's hard to stay on target. Part of it is that the is that I have to think uh, I, have to start, I have to slow down my thinking I have to be less reactionary they did and, slow it down didn't they yeah well so in air combat you can't because of the way that g-forces work um, you can't just yank back on the stick because if you do the plane will either go into stall or you'll pass out because the plane can take more g-forces than the pilot can um, and so you have to slow down your thinking. It's like, okay, the target is here. I have to slowly pull around and get the nose in line and then fire. In in Star Citizen, I've had to start doing some of that. We're like, okay, targets are over there. Slowly throttle up. All right, we're getting into range. Break back down. Get into SCM. All right, targets. It is. It feels very much like you have to slow down and have to concentrate a little bit more. Whereas, like in, in Vandal Swarm, it's like, Target, 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 target. All right, go here, go here, go here, engage. And then you kill them, and then you move on to the next guys. And it seems like sort of like very rapid fire. They, I think they have really slowed down the combat the combat cycle and how much thinking you have to do. Uh, yeah, I thought it was just me. I, I noticed it mostly in my Avenger where I was in a combat flight and I was redding out a lot. And I was like, yeah. wow, okay, I've really got to pull back on the stick. Um, and slow it down a bit. Um, so I, yeah, that's cool. I'm glad it's not just me. Uh, Gleep, did you have any uh, space combat experience? Um, yeah, I got engaged. Um, I got engaged. I, huh, I'm already Congratulations. married. Congratulations! Congratulations! Is Mrs. Yeah. Gleep angry? Uh, <laughs> I haven't told her yet. Oh, okay. um, I uh, engaged in a battle with some space pirates, and uh, fortunately, I, I seem to be showing up at the end of the of the battle because there were other. I guess NPC good guys, yeah, right? and um, and they and so I just I got a couple of shots in. I, I don't think I actually hit anything, uh, but uh, uh, shortly after I arrived on the scene, uh, the uh, pirates took off, or the remaining pirates took off, and um, you know the guy told me, uh, well, "Hey, you know if you see any more of those guys around here, uh, be sure to you know feel free to." to show them what for because uh, we need to keep these arrays up and going and so then that's when I um, that's when I tried to uh, to EVA in to find the switch and just basically uh, um, threw up all over myself 
Aww. That's unfortunate. Barfing the helmet, that's never going to go well. No, that's never. No, that's that never was no here in real life. I just, just throw up. Oh, ooh, that's even more messy. Oh, yeah. The keyboard, you know, it's uh, mechanical switches. I, I managed to um, I, I managed to do one of the EVA missions, um, and and when I say I've managed to, this is usually precipitated by or followed by, and then I crashed. So I managed to do <laughs> one of the uh, satellite uh, missions. I managed to spend a few minutes on the first person uh, shooter platform, got my Connie off the ground, and then got to do just just enough exploring in my Hornet to land on that asteroid and get really excited about it. And then crash. Oh, yeah. so, stability, man. Uh, that's the thing is like 2.0. I'm really enjoying it, but I'm just chomping at the bit for some stability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. It's there. There's so much goodness there, and as soon as they get it stable, um, it's going to be stabler or stabler. Stabler. Yeah. I like that. Stabler. Oakland Raiders. Stabler. Stabler. Uh, as soon as they get it stabler. stabler. Uh, it's gonna be um, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, I, I like I said, I feel like it's been a tease every time I go in, um, but it is getting better and better and better. Um, you know, they're they're working really hard on it, and um, I think a lot of people are going to be very very happy with it when it goes uh, when it goes public. I did you have one. Ex- you killed I did have. Kenny. <laughs> I did have one experience of a EVA rescue, uh, oh. though not intentional. Um, I was in my retaliator, and I had a couple of guys in my uh, turrets. And one of the guys, without telling me, got out of the turret while I was making a turn and got flung out of the ship. How? Like, oh, wow. like through the walls. But he survived. Oh, okay, okay. So so then he, like, messaged us. Because in the, in the, something, a, a bit of a PSA for everybody within the ear space of this podcast. When you get into the PTU, hit F12 and bring up your local chat. Ah, so that you can communicate with people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I, I, I actually find I have a lot of fun chatting with people in, uh, um, in in PTU, and I've run into a couple of uh, a couple of uh, those guys with ships as well We've, by accident. We even managed to get a those guys with ship uh, from uh, PTU interactions. They, he looked us up and uh, and uh, hopped on our, our uh, Teamspeak channel. Yes, that's coming up later, Ace. Yeah. Um, but uh, in any case, the the pilot got flung, the turret gunner got flung, and so then we were communicating back and forth through the uh, the chat, and he was basically guiding me in towards him, and I was using the other gunner as uh, as sort of like a flare. He would fire a couple of rounds off, and the guy in the chat would go, "Okay, thirty degrees right. All right, now you're firing at me forward." So it was it was neat. It was a little triangulation. Nice. Oh, cool. Um, so Ace, you you did get to the um, uh, the FPS uh, station, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, and is is that Covalex? Is that what that is? Uh, no, Co- there's the Covalex Shipping Hub is one of them. Um, the one that there is the security station, like I said, near Salon. Okay, there is, the, and the security station is the one that has the is is where you're gonna find uh, the the guns like. Sort of like lying around. Okay, and did you, did you no, no, note the name of the security station? No, I don't know. It's it's listed when if 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 the uh, uh, tags come up for the station names because one of the bugs recently is that the uh, jump points don't have names for any of them. They're just little dots, which makes travel a little confusing. Hmm. Um, it should be called the security station. Something, okay. something, something. Security station is the full name. I don't know. The f- 
Okay, and when you were there, I don't know if you've you've seen the uh, Star Citizen 2.0 trailer. Mm-hmm. Okay, when you were there, did you see any of those stim packs or, or that the, we see the guy using in the video? I didn't survive long enough to get to a stim pack. Oh, okay. Uh, I I got I've gotten there on a few occasions to get guns, but then more often than not, someone shows up while I'm wandering around and then shoots me or I shoot them. Um, and there's no part of it is that is that the health system is pretty stark at the moment. It's either you're alive or you're dead. Yeah, there's okay. no health pack really that could yeah. s- save you. Which makes sense because um, I had very uh, in my one confrontation. I had very little time. It was like oh oh there's somebody, and you know by the time I got off a shot, he'd gotten off three, and I was dead. Yeah, at this point, it really is whoever whoever connects first. Right. There, there's no falling back into cover and patching yourself up. It's like he sees you if he hits you anywhere, you're just you're waking up again. Oh, okay. Well, um, it sounds like we're having a variety of experiences in the PTU. We hope uh, we're at uh, at version H right now. We're hoping uh, that uh, we get very soon to a push to live in the weekly update. Uh, Ace in the um, first show we talked about in the weekly update, they talked about uh, very very soon uh, TM. Hopes. Uh, so, um, hopefully, uh, that will uh, will happen for all of us, uh, so that we can um, all be out there uh, together. Because it's uh, not everybody is in. Uh, I know, uh, and it sort of surprises me. Uh, several of the members of our I was at the meetup last night, and uh, several of the members of our group who have hours and hours and hours in game uh, have not received invitations, and so. Yeah. Um, I'm really hoping that uh, that we can get everybody out there, so we can uh, start. Um, uh, uh, living some of this uh, multi-crew dream that we've all shared for uh, for the last year and a half or so. So, there you have it. Indeed. And so, speaking of ships and Ace and our squadron commander, uh, what is going on in the loop? <laughs> so, um... Part of shooting off of our discussion about uh, 2.0, uh, something I was thinking about while, while uh, designing missions for Arma, uh, something that we don't discuss very often is the unsexy side of combat, space combat, which is navigation and logistics. You know, hmm. we always talking about shooting lasers or missiles or uh, uh, fighting pirates or the Vanduul, but nobody ever talks about how you get the equipment there and how that is made feasible. Um, and part of this was like thinking about the last episode that uh, we did, uh, Jimmy, when you brought up the uh, space map, mm-hmm. looking at all the jump points and the jump point sizes and realizing that that the the uh, the galaxy is is sort of a, a lot of the corridors. Are, it's a very narrow place. Um, a lot of these jump points are small or medium. And there's sort of like mountain passes where you can only get so much through. And I'm really wondering how that's going to impact how uh, militaries travel and how large fleets travel. Um, you know, if, if we're going to take a large group out to an asteroid field and you can only go through a medium jump point, does that mean that for whatever reason, uh, Jonto's Orion can't make the jump? Because his ship, I'm sure, is going to be, you know, one of the large ones. Well, and smart pirates are going to know that. Smart pirates are going to know the the routes that people are going to have to take. Uh, you know, a, a hull D is going to have to take a very specific route. 
um, to get from point A to point B, and pirates are going to know that, and they're going to be waiting for them. And that's the thing, that's the, and that's the thing, is that, that historically speaking, you know, mountain pass ambushes uh, have been a viable tactic, the most famous yep. of which being the Spartans uh, at the Hot Gates. I mean, they had a narrow, uh, a narrow place with which to funnel the enemy uh, into manageable numbers, and keep them from using their their uh, size against them. And so, if you have a small jump point, you have a handful of ships just waiting at that jump point. You know, something will pop out of that jump point. They'll blast it to oblivion or disable it. Wait for the next one. Well, and as we've seen already in uh, in two point there are people that are going to be hunting for larger ships. They they are going to be tracking them. They're going to be going after them and you know, it's going to be pirates, and it's going to be people's doing people doing it for the lulls. Right. So I was I was thinking about that. You know, we have the dealing with moving from jump uh, jump to jump, and how ships will navigate these, um, and and you know, the, there is only so many directions from which you can uh, approach a system or a, a location. Uh, the nice thing is that at least as far as quantum jumping goes. Um, you can there is you can you can do a un uh, uncalculated jump if you leave the station and just no point your nose straight up relative to the station you can jump directly upward or or I guess north relative to the station and then come relative to the station come down on on a uh, location because most people they leave the station and they just swing out towards where all the jump points are where all the quantum points are and we'll go straight across but if you're waiting at that point then you have a rough idea where that ship is going to pop out so i'm very curious to see how how they prevent that kind of griefing if at all or if there's something that they're you're just going to have to expect that when you come out of a jump point the first thing you do is you make sure all your weapons and shields are pointed forward to engage any pirates that are or uh, griefers that are waiting for you to, to show up. Well, the other question too is, um, and this is something I didn't get from the video and also something I haven't been in-game long enough to test or really been able to play with any friends is what's the grouping like uh, when you um, quantum drive into a sector? So, you know, you find a, a jump point and your ships are, are closely packed in formation. How close are you, as far as formation goes, when you come out of quantum drive? How spread out are you? Right. What kind of drift is there? Right. Exactly. You know, are are you at a point where you know you're going to have to hustle to regroup, or are you still going to be relatively, uh, relatively close? So well, that, that's and that's a big thing too. That's a big thing. Is 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 clustering it and yeah. grouping of firepower. The yeah, the term ship of the line actually comes from naval ship combat, where ships would travel in a line together. To mass fire on other enemies, so uh, so if you have ships that group together and then jump somewhere and then are so spread out that they can't defend each other or right. themselves viably, that's a problem. Yeah, you, you've got you've got a smart wolf pack that comes in and they they start calling out targets and they start you know picking off the the weakest targets first or you know crippling the the stronger targets first whatever whatever pattern they take but if they're organized and they're in a tight group and you're spread out too far it's going to be tough to regroup and kind of get get ahead of the curve on that right yeah so that was something I was thinking about uh, trying to figure out how to make that uh, a possibility I was looking at Arma. 
So we've got our armor armor map, and um, some of the missions that we do are further out into the interior of the island. And I was like, how do you get troops out there or or vehicles out there uh, far away from the base when when it, it's either you drive or you and you can only you can only lift you know the lightest of armor vehicles. You can't you can't uh, helo lift at least an armor. You can't helo lift a tank. So then, what do you do? Like, do you drive it out there? Do you have it dropped ahead of time? All the sort of forethought that that you know when you when you people are swapping stories, you don't really talk about is the, the logistics of, of combat. Well, I would think um, I would think with Star Citizen, or at least with where we are early on, I would think that you're going to send a forward scout ahead of the the fleet um, or the transport. Uh, to make sure that the area is clear before you call in that, you know, that whole day. The rest of the convoy shows up. Right. Alternatively, one thing that uh, I thought was interesting from that video was how fun would it be for us on a Sunday night to take our squadron out to a point and then one of us with a Connie basically wait 10 minutes, 5 minutes, whatever, and then take our Connie off, you know, as long as we know there's a wolf pack out there hunting, because they're not that difficult to spot, if you know what you're looking for. Right. Um, you know, and then just act as bait, you know, and then jump into that sector, have the have the wolf pack, I like calling them a wolf pack, it sounds cool, uh, have a wolf pack jump oh. in, exactly, oh, oh, oh. to um, to attack you, and have all of those guys with ships jump in, and have a good old-fashioned spaceship fight. So, a, a count, so counter ambushes, then? Yeah, yeah, I think that that would be a lot of fun. I think that it would be fun um, for all parties involved. I think that those guys, you know, even though like watching that one video that we watched on um, on the forums that showed those guys hunting the Connie, I saw um, that. Yeah, it's like you don't really like those guys. They're they're kind of d bags about it. Ooh, like they're, yeah. they're they're doing it just for the lulls. But in the same respect, people are going to be doing that. It's just something right. you're going to have to expect. Well, and, so, and as the the Connie retaliator pilot having. Uh, that's that. W- it would certainly be a new experience. Here you are, jumping from system to system, and now you're wanted, and you have that experience. Like this is what it's yeah. going to be like when if, if you're if you're a pirate, this is what it's going to be like for the advocacy. They'll do the yeah. same thing. And, and and to me, it was like because like some people are like, oh, well, that's kind of lame, and blah blah blah. And it's like, well, it's kind of a reality of the verse, and you know that there are going to be people that do that, and that's some people they enjoy that gameplay. So. You know, for me, what I I thought was interesting, you know, my whole thing is trying not to get caught. Right. And, you know, even though the ships aren't balanced, I loved that the Connie, you know, it, it was totally unprepared. It was totally un, un, undercrewed. And those guys went after it after it made its first jump, and it still managed to jump away. And if it, had, if it hadn't, if the pilot hadn't panicked and jumped back to Port Allister, he would have made it back. But right. he just he very quickly jumped to another jump point. It took them a second or two to figure out where he went, and once they found him, he didn't have the opportunity to jump again. What he should have done is done a several random jumps, jump to right. one system and then jump to another one and a couple more. Right, moved quick enough to to hope hope that you lose them, you know. Right, um, or and then, I mean, and then make your way back to Alistair. or do as I suggested and do a random jump, point your ship in a random vector, and then jump. So right. that, that you're you're not headed to any known location. 
Yeah, exactly. Um, but but still, you know, the thing is, it's going to be a reality a reality in the verse. And and in my mind, I think it would be a blast to you know act as as bait and lure them into a trap and have a good old fashioned fight and see you know if if they're just doing it for the lulls, we'll probably hand them their butts pretty easily. Um, if they're a tight organized unit, then it's going to be great practice for everybody involved. Pitched battle. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. So. You know, emergent gameplay 2.0, very exciting stuff. Chomp out yep. the bit, man. Yep. Hey, uh, so Ace, I wanted to ask you. Speaking speaking of Arma, and I, I know that you've been playing around with uh, uh, creating uh, missions for us to run in Arma, mm-hmm. and uh, you use you use Zeus to do that. So there are two systems that we use. There's Zeus and there's MCC. MCC is the the auto generation system. You put in a couple of variables and you you say roughly about here, and it'll build a mission and populate it for uh, with enemies for you. It's mm-hmm. very sort of like fire and forget forget. The problem is, as you guys may remember, Arma got a recent major update, yeah, and that update kind of broke MCC. It's not working quite properly. A lot of uh, MCC will spawn units, and then it will start. It'll keep spawning them, and it, and it causes uh, connection spikes to the server. It makes it unplayable. Um, and we're working on it. We're trying to figure it out. Uh, so in the meantime, I've stepped up to learn how to use Zeus. Zeus is Arma's uh, interactive mission building system. Um, I liken it to. A digital version of Dungeons and Dragons, where I am running as the dungeon master, and those guys on the ground are the party. Mm-hmm. And and you set up a mission like here is a convoy, or here is a downed helicopter, or here is an a a a, a, um, a, a VIP to rescue. Uh, go do these things, and uh, and then and then come back and report back to base, and give them maybe some information about troop strength or what to expect, um, and then uh, use Zeus to watch the battle as it happens live. Uh, the Zeus interface looks like a a real time strategy, a la StarCraft, in that it's top down, and you can you can order uh, units that you've placed on the map to either garrison buildings or move in a circle or to patrol um, or to investigate something. Uh, and that way, then, your 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 team on the ground of players can respond to that and act accordingly. Um, and the Zeus system, uh, along with a mod called Ares, which adds a bunch of extra functionality to Zeus, can make it a very uh, engaging scenario. You can drop artillery, you can fly in uh, AI-controlled reinforcements... Um, I've been experimenting with running convoys that are automated, all sorts of neat stuff. Well, and now, how does this? Um, are you able in Zeus to do something like you were discussing previously about logistics and navigation? About can you create that those as goals for the group to work on in in the game? Oh yeah, and I've and I've been uh, as as I've gotten more and more familiar and comfortable with Zeus, I've been able to increase the complexity. Um, and at one point, we did a mission. You were on it uh, uh, to was go I? investigate a helicopter crash. Yes. Yeah. That was one where we had, we had to go rescue the guy that looked like Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> yes. Who talked uh, to himself. And there were th- there were three helicopters uh, that was part of a helicopter convoy. And the whole point was that you were to go investigate all three and check them out. Right. And so that's that's a a, a, a scenario in which you're given 
a sort of vague objective and then have to figure things out when you get there. Yeah. And I'm going to work on, on, on implementing more uh, complex stuff. I have a, a couple ideas for convoy ambushes, um, uh, some ideas for um, rescuing or completing objectives in a city that's already being fought over by two forces. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and forcing people to think about what do we take, what sort of equipment do we want to use, what is relevant to the mission, um, you know, if you're if you're fighting in an active war zone where there's already a lot of noise, are silencers really necessary, or would they give away your position and, and alert the forces to where you are? Um, you know, is if, if the mission is starting in the daytime uh, and in the late afternoon, should maybe we consider packing night vision, or because of the weight requirements, should we not use it? And this is something that's always worth worth considering and and looking at forethought in Star Citizen. You're gonna have to figure out, like, okay, we're gonna go to from here to here to here to here. How much fuel am I going to need? Can I balance that against how much ammunition or weapons am I gonna take? Am I even going to need weapons, or do I think I will? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, obviously, if you're flying your hull D through very secure space, chances are you may not need weapons, and if that's the case, you might end up having less weight, and therefore. Uh, be more profitable, le- use less fuel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so it's 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 thinking about these questions about balance and, and equipment that I think is really important for us. Yeah, it was um um the mission last night was uh, was a, was a lot of fun. Um, it was it was um, I'll kind of jump ahead here real quick. We um it was kind of a low key night. Uh, we had a small group of folks out playing one point three, uh, which they. Uh, reported was a little a little less than super stable. Um, I guess uh, uh, 1.3 is not getting any love right now, so it's probably not surprising that it's 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 not getting it's not getting any better. Um, but I was um, and like as I mentioned earlier, I was kind of surprised that a lot of our guys um, who have hours and hours of uh, playtime in uh, haven't received invitations to the PTU. So again, I, we really hope that uh, it gets pushed to live soon so that everybody can participate. Um, but we had a, about ten folks playing Arma, um, and uh, uh, I was uh, I was mostly interested. Uh, I was working on show notes at the time, but I was mostly interested about the big patch that came down, um, which is, is is preparatory for another big. Um, uh, is it a big uh, content download that's coming soon? Or mm-hmm. well, uh, so there is a big big new uh, play space that that Bohemia is creating okay. called Tanoa, and it's think jungly Vietnam uh, maybe Laos or or uh, uh, sort of sort of very uh, subtropical islands environment oh okay um, and and so this is what their new play space is going to be and so they're the they're sort of getting all of their ducks in a row uh, prior to that so big patches have been pushed out and the new the new big patch added a couple things. Among them, a new stamina system, which is among the armor community found to be a little controversial, and a new armor system, mm-hmm. uh, which adds actual armor values to the equipment. And instead of just having like this does a little bit damage to this, but this does a little bit more, you have some armor vests that will protect you against specific sizes of caliber bullets uh, entirely uh, over others. I, I equipped a really heavy ballistic vest and had Mad Cow. Uh, shoot me a couple times with a pistol, shrugged it right off. 
Oh. But the, some of those those higher caliber bullets, man, they go they chew through that stuff like like a tinfoil, like butter. Yes. Um. Well. Um. So anyway, uh, uh, they reported that everything seemed to be working uh, right. So after we I got think- a we got a new version of Ace, the Advanced Combat Environment mod uh, mm-hmm. uh, that was part of what was breaking stuff, and Mad Cow was able to figure out how to get night vision working again, which had broken. Um, and so we, we've, you know, things have, have progressed as normal. We sort of adjusted to the new weight mechanics. It's, that's forced people to be a little bit more careful about what they take with them. Instead of just loading yourself up with all the equipment you could possibly handle, uh, because the weight, uh, the new stamina system is also dependent upon weight. The more the more you're carrying, the slower you are, the shorter you can run. So you start after being really careful about what you're bringing with you. You can't just load up on five AT rounds and have a giant rifle and have a bunch of ammunition. Yeah. Well, anyway, the we ran the mission that you were describing earlier, and uh, it was a lot of fun. So anyway, I guess my, my point is is that uh, we still have a lot of questions um, about what ifs in Star Citizen, but we're we're finding that Arma is really good for not only just the FPS training, but also for things like logistics and navigation and uh, doing um, uh, sort of big picture strategizing. I will uh, admit that I have become much better at map reading since playing Arma. <laughs> yes, and you get that too. Yeah. They, they need to put a, like a, an arc thing on their website though. You know, that would be cool. Were you... Um uh, were you present for the mission uh, up to the little tiny islands that's in the corner of the map? Were you on that? No, on that? no, I, I wasn't there for that one. Okay, so there's just a little tiny set of islands way up in the top corner of the Bornholm map, and we did a mission there, and that was a lot of fun. Uh, I, it was another mission that I designed, uh, and, I, and I wanted to focus on, on having our guys do a lot of close quarters combat, because in a starship, you're not going to have 100 meters between you and the guy that you're facing, He's yeah. going to be in the in the room next to you. So, uh, so I, I was like, okay, close quarters in an island. Got to you know watch every corner and and clear every house. And that when that whole mission was to rescue a, a captured press member, so they busted into a, a a building, took out the the enemy officers, rescued the the press. Uh, 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 I guess a VIP and was able to get him back to the helicopter and and survived so cool it's a lot of fun all these missions are a lot of fun and, and the group is really really good um, everyone's very helpful and very uh, um, understanding of folks that are still trying to get uh, a handle on the system um, so uh, we do highly encourage you to um, if you didn't pick up uh, um, Arma when it was half uh, half price on the steam sale we highly encourage you to travel back in time to that sale and pick it up for half price, or and just wait till Christmas. Or yeah, you can. You can do I'm that. sure Sometimes. there's going to be Christmas sales. Yeah, well, traveling forward in time is harder though. Harder than to, well, you have to wait. Yeah, yeah, it's a very slow time machine. Yes. So um, we um, wow, there's a lot of interesting stuff there. So let's um, real quickly here. I want. I do want to talk about. Um, uh, we talked a little bit about last night's meetup on Saturday night. We had um, a meetup at Avi Physics House. Um, uh, this was sort of put together at the last minute, so we haven't talked about it previously on on the shows. But uh, uh, our friend Avi is uh, potentially moving from uh, here in the Central Valley up to uh, Washington State. 
and um, it's well actually it seems more like a certainty at this point and he uh, so he invited uh, a few of us over a few of us local to Central California over to uh, his house to play Artemis again and so um, it was myself and Avi Lacandi and Lacandi uh, brought his girlfriend along uh, she's really really nice and uh, so we all we ran through um, uh, a bunch of missions uh, well three missions um, uh, because the uh, the missions in Artemis are, are kind of like some of the Arma missions you know you you, you sort of put it together and go well, this will you know this will probably take about 20 minutes and then an hour and a half later you're going huh maybe when we start the second half it'll pick up a little bit um, <laughs> but uh, we had um, we had uh, um, the last mission that we did uh, and it was we finished the second mission and people were like well do you have time for one more and it was you know it was like about 9.30 or so I said yeah well, let's go ahead and, and uh, the third mission took uh, two and a half hours <laughs> wow and uh, we were um, we were uh, 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 being chewed on by a space dragon that was pretty cool. Oh my! Uh, yeah, and um, uh, it, the game is so much fun. It is so frustrating that the developer does not. There are not frequent updates to this game, and apparently, it's just like one guy that is doing this thing. He needs and to hire a friend. Yeah, <laughs> hire a friend. You does can it, do. You can do that in California. Need, does it need a frequent update, or is it? You know what I mean? Like, is gameplay smooth? Is it just that you want more missions? Well, you know, it's kind of like Zeus. I understand that the PC version does have a um, an interface that allows you to to create scenarios for yourself. I guess okay. actually, what, what I'm more lamenting about is the um, the iOS version because you know I have I- iOS devices in every room of the house, and so it's easy for me to invite people over and, and uh, give everybody an iPad and you know and then let's play. Um, but it's, it's different. Uh, you need a little bit more gear, and you need people with uh, with PCs and Steam accounts to uh, to actually uh, uh, do it on the PC version. But ah. um, so anyway, it was uh, it was a lot of fun. I want to thank Avi again, uh, very generously uh, hosting uh, uh, this at his house, and it was great to see Lacandi again and uh, and to meet his girlfriend. I guess she had been at the first meetup uh, where um, I had not uh, been able to attend. And um, uh, so it was a, a really good uh, Those Guys with Ships event. And um, so uh, thank you, everyone, for that. Um, and then before we move on, Ace, I, I did want you to talk a little bit about uh, the previous Sunday's meetup where um, you met uh, the guy um, Ripper Vital. Yep. Yeah. Do you yep. want to talk about Because that was, that was a very cool greater Star Citizen community moment, which I, I think uh, is important for us to recognize. So this was the guy who got flung out of my my retaliator, and I was trying to go pick him up. Uh, he was he. We met in the uh, the uh, the channel in the the uh, public chat, and like I was I basically whenever I get into the PTU, I bring in the public chat and I just advertise like uh, tally retaliator spawning on pad A zero nine or A ten. Who wants to fly? And and just wait long enough. Uh, the nice thing is that. There's always somebody who's like, "Ooh, me, 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 I'll fly." Uh, and so I, you know, a couple people showed up and hopped on board, um, uh, in, including this guy. And uh, we went out uh, tootling around. Then he uh, he climbed out of a, a, a seat and got flung out of the retaliator and, and was forced to. We were forced to go pick him up. Uh, and uh, over the course of I think about a half an hour, trying to go uh, EV and get him on back on board. He eventually then showed up back in our, you know, the 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 system. The the it crashed, of course, like it PT was wont to do, 
and he then ended up showing up in our uh, our uh, Star Citizen uh, TeamSpeak channel and was like, "Hey guys," and we're like, "Oh, oh hi," uh, and he's like, "Yeah, I was the guy who you were uh, you were uh, uh, EVAing with in uh, um, uh, the PTU." So, you know, I, I we made a pitch, and and he was like, "Yeah, you know, I'd love to have a, a an affiliate org," and so he. Right then and there, recruitment on the spot. He joined, so welcome, River Vito. <laughs> That's awesome. Told, nice. told him about the podcast, and I'm, I'm hoping he's listening. Very yeah. nice. Yeah, it was. It was. It was really, really cool. He was a really nice guy. Um, and I think I forget his main org is um, is an org that is associated with another podcast, or I, I think they're a, an advertiser for another podcast. The um, who's the guy that does the lore podcast? Uh, Lex Starwalker. Um, um, what's the name of the podcast? It's on my phone. It's on my phone. La, 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 la. Star oh Citizens God. United. <laughs> um, and uh, uh, so that that's his main group. And we said, hey, you know, no problem. We're happy to have folks as affiliates. You know, feel free to join. But so how, how did he end up at, at, at our website? Did he did he catch? He went looking. Even looking, I mentioned uh, the podcast and I mentioned uh, our org. Uh, oh, okay. In, okay. in the chat, and he went looking, and then and then just like that showed up in the chat, uh, and was like, "Hi!" <laughs> was like, I was I was very surprised by it. Just just absolute floor that this guy would would search us out. I th- it was very it was a very cool moment. This guy just popped in and you know he says, "I have Teamspeak. You guys have Teamspeak." You know, just popped in and said, "Hey, you know, it was really fun playing with you," and and um, you know so. You know, great community moment. So that, mm-hmm. that's that's the kind of stuff that we uh, that we live for here at the uh, in the virtual hangar of Gleep's mind. So, all right, well, guys, um, uh, this week in the community from around the interverse, John, Jimmy, what do we got going on? Well, uh, over at the uh, those guys with uh, ships hashtag. Uh, did you guys see the post uh, Turd Ferguson made about how to join with your friends in 2.0? No, I've been able to do it though. He well, he posted he posted a link uh, to a Reddit thread. I haven't tried it I, again. I haven't been able to stay in game for long <laughs> enough to really do anything. But um, he posted it. It's a link to a Reddit post that goes through the whole process. I'm just going to touch on a little bit of it. But um, basically, first, you don't need a party system. Second, it's easy to find your friend's sessions. Uh, it's hard to find a server with uh, more than one free slot, though. Uh, third uh, thing is uh, first, get inside your hangar, press F11. Add your friends to your contacts lists, uh, which is something I still need to do. And then, I guess, uh, Alt-Space to activate the mouse, which I didn't know. And then he goes through the uh, steps or the process to try and group up with people. So, Ace, how did that process work for you? Um, There was some attempts to match up with Avi. The problem is that even when you join, if it's it's... If joining an instance in itself is a risky proposition, trying to join with people and like <laughs> match up right. match up groups is 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 even more difficult. Um, but uh, I mean, and most more often than not, you end up joining other instances purely by circumstance. Right. Uh, but if you have someone added uh, to the list 
when you go and check the list of servers, if they're already in an instance, you can join it. Um, assuming that server isn't already full or you don't crash after doing so. So Very cool. So I think, I think the, the big thing for me out of uh, Turd's post is going in and getting as many friends added to the contacts list. Although, you know, we've already got friends on our contacts list in live, so I guess adding it in... Well, it doesn't copy over, does it? No. Well, yeah. and this is I mean this is something that we've always been dealing with uh yeah. with the PTU versions so that this will happen. Yeah, yeah, totally. But still it's it's a great um it's a great Reddit post. Um I encourage everybody to go check it out and uh thanks for sharing, turd. I just like yeah, saying turd. turd. Um Drevin or uh, Thieving Weasel uh, posted a great uh, like a good galactic neighbor, State Farm is there. His apparently his or somebody's uh, Avenger took a rather drastic nosedive onto the landing platform. <laughs> yeah, it's just just sticking right out. It's ridiculous. Um, I think the thing that I really, really want to talk about from the hashtag, which actually spills over into uh, the versecast.org, is the absolutely stunning and amazing patch that uh, Kenwe did. Ah, can we just talk about that for a minute? OMG. That is probably, hands down, in my opinion, the best those guys with ships patch I have ever seen. That's very fancy. Yeah. Yeah. And John's got a a report on that, too, from the the forums, too. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll take a deep dive when when John's talking about it. But just briefly, um, if you're in the those guys with ships hashtag, the TGWS hashtag, um, it, there's a, a quick link right there so you don't have to dig through the forums to find it. Um, it's just stunning. I mean, he really just did such a good job with it. I like um, the, uh, the the one, the cloth one with the leather background, but then the most recent one, the steel the steel airbrushed, that's, an, that's incredible. Yeah, they're all, he does, he's, he's doing a really, really nice job with them. Um, CMDR uh, Freedom posted a lovely picture of Wife Agro. If you are <laughs> ever funny. curious as to what wife aggro looks like, <laughs> just go and check that out. Yep. And then uh, Don Shepard, uh, a.k.a. at sure. Don Shep, uh, missed, missed us very much. Uh, I felt moved by his post. I felt moved that he missed us, and I had to post a Chicago song. He posted a Chicago song. Yeah. Everybody needs a little time away. <laughs> holiday. Wow. From each other. Need to let him know, you know. I love him. That's we're out there. But, you know, we all need a little time away. That's true. Uh, Vendus was in my neck of the woods. Uh, he was over at uh, Disney as well. Uh, we were we were ships in the night. I was last weekend. He was this weekend. He got a lovely picture with Chewbacca. I saw that. That's very cool. Uh, two girls watching stuff. A.K.A. hashtag TGWS. Um, <laughs> sorry, ladies. Yeah, sorry. You, you, you're going to have to... Find you, a new hashtag, know. ladies. Yeah, because you're really not going to want to hang out with a bunch of dorks that talk about spaceships all the time. You never know. Every once in a while. Yeah, yeah, totally. You know, And they watch stuff, so hey, who knows? But uh, those are all the delightful and exciting things happening over at uh, the uh, TGWS hashtag. Um, if you're on Twitter, post there, post often. Uh, let us know all the good findings and interesting, fun things that you see on the interwebs. John, what's going on over at uh, firstcast.org? 
Yeah, so uh, Shep posted uh, loner information. Um, we, uh, we have a link to the RSI forums uh, with a uh, information list of each of the ships that you will get as a loner in uh, 2.0 when it goes live um, for all of your ships that aren't flight ready yet. Um, and the retaliator isn't there anymore, which is Boo. kind of upsetting. No retaliator for you. Aww. I was hoping Ooh. for the retaliator. Yeah. Even though you the biggest a, ship I have is an RSI. So I was you get a Connie, and you get a Connie, and <laughs> you get a Connie. <laughs> um, Notorious DYD posted a Bolo. Be ready and prepared when you enter the PU. And Bolo is B on the alert. B. Lookout? Be on, on the lookout. lookout. That's what yeah. it is. That was the video we were talking about earlier with uh, the uh, that the pack of dudes that were hunting that constellation. Uh-huh. Ooh, it wasn't a botlo. Should be. I think it looks kind of fun. Be on the lookout. I want to hunt T. people. I, I think the thing is about the PTU or uh, 2.0 right now is it doesn't really matter if you kill people. No, there's they're no not penalty. really losing it. Yeah, there's no, no there's penalty. No penalty. So it's it's Aside one of those things where it's crashes, like maybe. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is, if if you're a multi crew pilot, you need to learn how to deal with that. And if you're a bounty hunter, you need to learn how to hunt. It's kind of a you know, it's a cycle of life type of thing. Yeah, but, I, but can't can't we just have some fun like flying around for a minute first, yeah, just to see what it's minute. like? For a minute. I, I I don't disagree with that either. But you know, the thing is that that's not how the world works. How the world works is why I play video games. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I can I can appreciate that. Um, but like I said, I I think a good counter to that for for the people that feel the way that you do is you know let's let's make it a those guys with chips event. Let's put our white hats on and set up a trap. Yeehaw! And get into a good old fashioned spaceship fight. Yeehaw! <laughs> you sound for a moment. You remind me of uh, Borderlands Two. Catch a ride. Catch a ride. <laughs> 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 um yeah and then lastly one of the okie dokie brothers kenway uh has been doing some crazy work with uh the tgws logo um so yeah we have that one up on our twitter uh that was kind of the first iteration uh that i posted up there but over on the forum thread you can see all of the uh the progression that he's been going through and like ace said he just posted one with a metal texture and it's 3d so pretty it's really nice <sighs> um so yeah head over to that thread and check out the stuff that's been going on over there but uh kenway what has are, been doing sorry i was gonna say what are what are your uh what are your favorites john which which one is your favorite I think the first iteration is actually my favorite. I like the curvy wings and the hexagon. I'm, I really like the hexagon. I think it was probably... Was it that Avi that came up with the hexagon? Yeah, it's the shape of the challenge coin, which I'm holding right. up to the microphone right now. Yeah, and that's, that's the one he did. <laughs> he did a metal variant of. I'm looking at it right now. Sterling the, radio the there, Gleep. Sterling radio. Thank holding you. it up to the rate. It's perfect. Yeah, I think the hexagon works, and I yeah. I really like uh, Kenway's ship design too. Yep. Um, but yeah, he's been a graphic designer for ten years. So um, really, 
Yeah, you can. You can. Yeah, tell. you can tell. I, no. I, I'm not surprised at all, Glee. But you're, you act so surprised. You're like, wow, really? I'm like, I'm well surprised. That's amazing. John and I were discussing before the show. If, unless I'm mistaken, this uh, this is the guy who won the ship shape uh, design the intro competition. Oh, really? Oh, really? And yeah. won a won a Starfare Gemini for uh, for winning that competition. Nice. Wow, I have got, got a Star Citizen celebrity. I was going to say, I'm yeah. very excited. Thank you, Kenway, for putting your time in. I yeah, I agree with you, John. The first the first iteration uh, is, in my opinion, it's the best one. It's 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 beautiful. It's perfect. Yeah, and um, Star Medillo actually had a really cool interpretation that he posted a couple hours ago. Um, so I'm just going to read it. I really am a fan of both. I don't know if you are aware, but every element of a military patch represents something. Not just the overall image, but the color, shape, and positioning all have a very detailed meaning. The Hexagon logo is definitely more inviting, friendly, and PC. The soft points of the Hexagon, curved wings, and ships flying parallel with one another all say something, and I think it holds true to what was asked for in the first post. This is how I, as a soldier, should would read the Hexagon. The six sides of the hexagon represent the six main functions, combat, cargo, exploration, racing, resources, support. The many corners that tie the hexagon together represent the many members of the organization. The white of the hexagon trimmed in gold reflect the honor and the good nature in which the organization and its members conduct missions. The blue background inside the hexagon represents the unknown and things waiting to be discovered. There are three ships, as the organization was founded by three. The ships flying in formation represent the support the organization has for its members. The ships are seen breaking the boundaries of the hexagon in reference to how the organization will always attempt to break boundaries and achieve new goals. Finally, the hexagon is flanked by two blue wings, which represents service to one another and the community as the organization rises above all challenges. Feels so Boy Scouts, it just stirs the soul. I thought that's, that's pretty nice. Cool. That I, is very cool. I think, um, I, I, I mean, you know, obviously I can't speak for the entire community, but I think based on the design and based on Stormadillo's um, breakdown of the design, I think we have a patch. Yeah, yeah. I kind of agree. I, I mean, I really think we have a patch. Yeah, beyond some minor tweaks, I think it's kind of there. Yeah, it's it's fantastic, man. I mean, really, it just... Wow, can we? Just such a nice job, man. Yeah, yeah, very, very. Thank you guys so much for for putting all the effort and time and thought into these things. That's yeah, really, really cool. We appreciate it. So, all right. Well, speaking of the organization, we have new members. Yay! Woo! New members, new members, new members. We have new members. Two hundred and thirty-five wow. members strong. Now that's uh, nice. Two plus three is equal to five. See that? Uh, yeah. Half. Oh, wow. One means, plus means one is two. Two plus two is three. What is it? With this is a very musical episode. Or four. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's getting late. Two Jez plus two is three. Rael joined us and said. <laughs> a friend mentioned Star Citizen and the epic scale and amazing concept hooked me. I have a Cutlass Blue and a P-72 Archimedes in the hangar. 
Rab- Rabid Red Rabbit joined us, and there was no message at all. I think <gasps> that means dun, something. Dun, dun. <laughs> a, a man or woman of few words. That's yes. the shortest one we've had so far. It is. Mm-hmm. Zero is a very small number. Drive Zero, speaking of Zero, said, I heard about Star Citizen about a year and a half ago. I got hooked about six months ago after following the development of the game. I bought my first ship, a Mustang Beta, after a few months. I now own three ships after some melting, an Avenger Titan, a 315P, and a Drake Herald. I'm looking to be a hacker slash info runner slash smuggler in the verse. I've been listening to the show for a year and decided to join the crew. So welcome, Drive Zero. Speak to Jimmy about all those nefarious things. Mm-hmm. We have to talk. Jira Drake joined us, and uh, another, uh, he's into the brevity thing. He just said, hey, it's Jira. She? she? Oh, oh. You, you don't know Jira? No! Yeah, she's from the uh, Guild Wars 2 days. Oh, okay, okay. Hi, Jira. Uh, from Steam. Then why didn't she say it was from Steam? There's no Guild Wars in Steam. Ah, all right. Um, just trying to confuse the old Gleepster here. Uh, Sinkin Lobster 4. Lobster, I'm guessing. All right. Hello! <laughs> I knew about Star Citizen for quite some time and decided to just buy the game now. I just have the Aurora MR for now. I'm friends with a member of yours, Tam Demonium. And he said that you're a cool group of people, so I look forward to meeting everyone. Well, any friend of Tamdemoniums is a friend of ours, so welcome aboard. Absolutely. Welcome. All right. Dime Store joined us and said, I started listening to your podcast recently and was quite amused. I've been looking to expand my casual gaming options, and your crew seems ideal. My my availability is somewhat random. My ship collection is significant, and one of my interests is finding people to fill out my multi-crew ships when my in-person friends are unavailable. I am open to others piloting my ships, presuming I trust them. I am not in the 2.0 PTU yet. You can check my ship list on my account if you're curious. Signed, Dime Store. Uh, and then Niota Ascari joined us. Now, she's uh, been playing a lot with her in, in the Arma. And um, she is, um, is she Gankinson? Uh, Gank- Gankin- no. No, she's, she and Scar are an item. Scar. Okay, I knew she was she was a girlfriend or, or significant other of somebody in the group. And Scar's Scar's the like real world um, uh, like globe master pilot, right? I believe I believe so. He I know I, I mean in Arma he's the one who's who's doing all of our logistical support. He's the one who's running the uh, he's often the one running the helos. He does uh, air to ground with the A tens. He's often the one running the. Uh, Either the uh, the uh, UA uh, UAV or the UGV, the uh, un, uh, unmanned ground vehicle. So that's his thing. I mean, he's talking about logistics. He's the one who's all over that. He's got skills. Well, anyway, uh, Neota joined us and said, "Hey guys, I've been playing Arma Three with some of you. Uh, I browse the main web page. Web- are you are web- you okay? Is it a new tongue? <laughs> are you just breaking that in? You, you're having a tough time tonight. Man, it's the two weeks off. You know, just brutal." The main web page. I chat in the team speak, but just now realized I wasn't officially a part of Versecast. I want to be one of those guys with ships. Please. LOL. Well, you are. You are a gal with ship. You're a guy with ship. You're a gal with ship. 
whatever you prefer, Neota. It's been very, very, very fun. <laughs> very much fun. Well, guys can be genderless, right? It is. Sure. Well, it is. Why not? It is. That is our it intention. Is, yeah. It is. It is gender neutral. No, no, um, uh, yeah, that's yeah. The, the term could be gender neutral. Yeah, when yeah. you say gals with ships, you're defeating the purpose. That is true. You ruined it. The whole I thing. D- you I need to change the name now. I've ruined everything. I John tells taking his ball and going home. Tell 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 Kenway to get on a new patch because the old one don't work no more. All right, Starmadillo joined us. Speaking of uh, of somebody who. Uh, uh, we Knocked it out of the park him. with descriptions yeah. of our new awesome patch. Yeah, he says, "Tell us, oh, uh, tell us how you found Star Citizen." I found Star Citizen during the Kickstarter. I really liked the idea, but was so busy with my job in the military, I kind of forgot about it. After I got out of the active military, I happened to cross the Imagine trailer in December 2014, and that is when I bought into the game. What hooked you? My story here seems to be a common one. After growing up with gaming in the 80s and 90s, I always had a desire to have a game that would allow me to do what I want and options to do something else when my interests changed. What ships do you have in your hangar? LOL, this is always changing. Currently, it's a Gladiator Super Hornet, Hornet Ghost, and Avenger Titan. I don't plan on changing the Avenger, but all of the others are just in play around are just to play around with until I find something I like and know more of what I want to do. Sounds like I, you. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? I've had pretty much every hangar ready ship and most variants at one point or another, if nothing else, just to walk around. I like the idea of being versatile and hard to kill. Ships like the Star G, the Avenger, Vanguard, Retaliator, and Super Hornet, seeing as how people always call the Retaliator, the Tally, and the Constellation, the Connie, makes me want to call the Super Hornet the Super Horny. Nice. Seem to be what I gravitate to. Anything else? I guess I'll add that I want to join TGWS because I like Versecast and I am a casual kind of guy. I haven't set a main org yet because I don't really know what I want to do, how schedules will line up, and what group of people I'm going to get along with best. Hope that makes some sense and is understandable. That's it. Hope to see you guys in the game sometime. Well, yes, it is. It's very understandable, and, and uh, it's, that's why we're here is for, for folks that are uh, just looking for a place to call home while they're uh, getting their feet. Can you get your feet wet in outer space? Probably no. not. <laughs> no. Okay. And then today, uh, Mercea. Oh, jeez. I, I, <laughs> I gave, saw this. I saw this name, and I'm like, man, I feel sorry for Leap. Yeah. Mercea Gabriel F. Temony. There's no N in there. <laughs> oh, boy. F. Timmy? F. Timmy. John, you want to help him out? No. Tem- no. No. Sup, guys. Longtime listener finally decided to take the plunge and buy the game. Would love to join you guys sometime soon. Well, you've joined us now, so um, welcome aboard. Please do send me a phonetic uh, description of how to pronounce your name. Um, over on the website, we have new members. We have Notorious DYD joined us. Ads did Jez. Fizzer, there's a great name like that. As Rabid Red Rabbit joined us. Uh, Moral Dilemma, Starmadillo, and Ant5453, who joined us today. So, Fizzer is uh, from uh, the base. That's oh, yeah, right. That's right. 
That's right. That's right. That's the the the, the folk. The the folk. He's a folk. I'm going to keep moving on. We uh, we, we chat we chat all the time. Good people. Good people. I, I'm thoroughly enjoying Gleep's strident attempts to keep the podcast uh, on on track. That's two hours. He's tired. I mean, you know, come on. We had, we had a week off. He's you know. It's all that turkey. Tryptophan. All right. Well, um, guys, you know, uh, what do we got coming up? We've got more Sunday meetups. Uh, we're ever, pretty much most nights there's somebody out there playing our armor, isn't there, Ace? Just about. Uh, tonight yeah. was the only night that, um, I mean, technically I was in Arma tonight, but that was just because I was experimenting with Zeus. But really there was no one, I mean, most of the people were actually, you see the guys up there in the other games right now? Hmm. They're actually playing uh, Space Engineers right now. Really? Yeah, I was chatting with them earlier. Was there a um, was there a big release that came out for that? Uh, planets. Oh, hello, planets. Is that recent? Yeah, a couple of a couple of I'd say like a week or two ago. Oh, the planets update. Yeah, no, they have full full planets that you can now land on. Uh, atmospheric flight, new engine types. Uh, it's all sorts of stuff. Wow. Wow. Okay. Well, um, yeah, cause I've I've seen uh, a couple of uh, of my friends in Steam playing it. Um. Yeah, Steel Toe and Steel Toe and Mouse, the, my college buddies, are big uh, Space Engineers buddies. They're big fans, and I'm not a big. I don't play very often. I have a copy, but I'm more like a space tourist than a space engineer, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is Vendus running a server? He may be. I'm not sure. Uh, Avi is though. That's something oh, I should okay. mention. Avi Physics is running a server, and it's available to anyone who's in the uh, Versecast Steam group. No. Okay. Cool. All right. Uh, now I just need a few minutes to rub together to to find time to play it <laughs> and update it and update it. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I I when I never mind. All right. Um, so hopefully 2.0 release to live soon, real soon. When are we leaving? Real soon. It's the second time I've tried this joke and it still doesn't work. What is the uh, joke from? It's uh, Buckaroo Banzai. Oh, that are, that would be your answer. When are we leaving? Real soon. John Lithgow underappreciated in his lifetime, and he's not even dead yet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, and we've got Sunday meetups. Come out, play Armor with us. Uh, play hopefully 2.0 uh, on the live server sometime soon. Um, just come out and play with us. Shall we even bother with this, or should we just move on? Actually, I have a thing I want to talk about. Okay. <laughs> Under the heading of what else are you playing? Um, this is not something that I'm currently playing, but it's something that I wanted to draw attention to. Um, are you guys familiar with Tim Schafer's uh, Psychonauts? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just announced over on fig.co uh, Psychonauts 2. Wow. That's Tim's, a- Tim's pushing for um, a $3.3 million goal. Uh, they are sixty percent funded at uh, two million seven hundred or two million seven thousand one hundred and seventy six dollars. They have thirty five day, days left to go, so I think they're going to hit it. But if you're a fan of Psychonauts, and my wife is a huge fan, she actually wants to get a, a figment tattoo uh, as her next tattoo. Um, and I, I love Psychonauts as well. If you're a huge fan of Psychonauts, go over to fig.co. Um, go over and back the game. Um, it's going to be really cool, and it's going to be yeah, Psychonauts too. Talk oh, that's about the a, site where you're actually a... you're actually an investor. 
Right. Uh, this, I think, Tim is actually one of the folks that helped create this site. Yeah. So, Interesting. But yeah, uh, fig.co, C-O. Um, go over and uh, if you're if you're into Psychonauts or you were into Psychonauts and you're into the idea of doing Psychonauts too, um, by all means, you know, please stop over and, and help him out. I think Tim's a really cool guy. Um, I like the work that he's done. He's always been passionate about his projects, and I think it's definitely a worthwhile project to back. Wow, talking about uh, coming back from out of nowhere, that's a that's a long wait for a sequel. Well, people have been people have been hoping for it. Uh, well, I say people. My my like when I say my wife loves Psychonauts, she loves Psychonauts, and well, so she's a people. So yeah, she's just she freaked out when uh, when they made the announcement. But you well, know, right. if you if you don't know Tim, uh, you know he's done Brutal Legends, he's done. Um, uh, costume quests. He's done massive chalice. Uh, you know, he's he's got a pretty good rep in the industry. It's double fine. Yeah, it's double. Yeah, fine. double yeah. fine. So if you know double fine, you know Tim Schaefer. All right, excellent. Check it out. All right, guys. Well, support engine. They power our website. Please do go to enjin.com for all your site hosting needs. Support Ronald Jenkins. Check him out at ronaldjenkins.com. Support Star Citizen The Base Radio at radio.starcitizenbase.com where you can find a rebroadcast of the previous week's Versecast every Saturday afternoon. I am TGW Stroke S Gleep. Check the show notes for all of my contact information. Jimmy, where can the fine folks find you? You can check all the show notes or check uh, all the... Uh, go over to versecast.org. See, now it's a new it thing. It's throwing me all off. Jimmy, push the top. Oh, I got to push to talk. Right. Push to talk. Sorry, I forgot. Um, that's good because I actually messed it up. Uh, I was going to say, I'm going to try a new thing here. Um, all of my contact information is over at firstcast.org uh, under podcasts. Very easy to find me there with John's handy dandy 2.0 creation of uh, Versecast website. It's a little loose. I got to work on that. You can also find me. <laughs> Sounds like a spam email. <laughs> <laughs> Dear sir, we would like you to uh, contribute to our cause. You uh, you can also find me every Thursday night, 9 p.m. PST, and uh, Saturday, uh, 12 noon PST, over at the base doing my show, Quantum Drive, which is awesome music and uh, Star Citizen lore. Uh, last week, uh, my character, Jackson... Uh, lost his constellation in the episode Smuggler's Blues. Oh, no! This week, uh, he is going to try and get it back in the episode titled Port Alistair. Oh, my God. I, 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 I'm I never able to listen to these episodes, but every time I hear you give a description for them, I want to listen. <laughs> I do. Um, for if, if you have a hard time get, getting in to listen to them, um, I do marathon once a month. And it's usually the previous four episodes. So um, I'm, I've just started this series of episodes. I just did episode nine. I'm doing episode ten this week. So it'll be a little while. Um, and then with Christmas and everything, I'm not sure when I'll do this next marathon. But there'll be another one coming up either the end of December, beginning of January, with uh, the most recent four or these two and then the two I've got coming up. So, yeah, check it out. Ace, where can everybody find you? My show notes are, are and, and contact information, my deets are in the notes. My show notes. My show notes <laughs> are strong. Yes. My, my deets, show notes deets, are in the notes. Deets, deets, deets. My deets are in the show notes, and the show notes is strong. 
Jonto? You can follow me on Twitter at the only Jonto, as well as pretty much everywhere else, but you can find all that information at versecast.org slash podcast. Uh, make sure to email the show at comms at versecast.org if you have something that you want us to talk about. At Versecast is where you can find our Twitter. Uh, we'd love it if you'd followed us. And make sure to use the hashtag TGWS when you're tweeting about Star Citizen stuff. And make sure to search for that hashtag too because we have a lot of guys with ships posting valuable valuable information and cool stuff. And you would have missed that, the awesome logo from uh, yeah. uh, Kenway if you hadn't searched for it. So start searching. Yeah, uh, hashtag. The, the, the hashtag over at Twitter, hashtag TGWS, is a really good way to get um, some quick information going on in the org and going on um, going on in the forums. Uh, you know, sometimes I, I personally don't have time, as much time as I would like to, to dig into the forums. I usually do it on the weekends, but during the week, um, I can kind of see a lot of the goings-ons just going and checking out that hashtag. So, yeah, definitely, you know, please, if you're on Twitter... Go use the hashtag. Go check out the stuff in the hashtag. There's always something going on. Did you guys yeah. see the latest post from Devin? This, the PC Gamer magazine cover? Oh, yeah. Man. yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, and where else would you see Vendus standing next to Chewbacca? It's true. It's only it's true. on Twitter. Disneyland. <laughs> well, okay, yes, yeah, true. Uh, robertspaceindustries.com slash orgs slash versecast is where you can find our organization those guys with ships you can join up to 10 orgs so really yeah nothing to lose except and, for one of those slots but we should be one of those everything to gain everything to gain um, our website is versecast.org uh, we have forums we got links to the podcast as well as our personal information. We have our 50-slot voice server. We're now on TeamSpeak. So for those of you that just hated Mumble, now is your time to join. There's never been a, net- a better time. Really? Really? You, you think you think Mumble was holding them back? Yeah. You know, I'd, I I'd join say, that org yeah. if it wasn't for Mumble. <laughs> it's possible. I was going to say, I wasn't aware anyone hated Mumble. Or to they that might. extent, even. I just feel sorry for the Ventrilo elite out there. We're not giving them any love. Not gonna I, happen. I haven't used <laughs> I haven't used Vent since two thousand five. Yeah. I haven't used Vent since wow. wow. I haven't used Vent since never. <laughs> Alright, you can uh give us an upvote at the RSI community hub. Um Go to rsi.versecast.org. It'll forward you straight to the page. I made it super easy. Uh, and we would really just appreciate that little upvote. It just takes a second. Literally, probably not even a second to click it. Um, and then leave a comment below. And we'll probably include it in a future show, maybe. If we <laughs> continues to do that. I don't know. Um, but uh, upvote our website as well. Go over to the Deep Space Radar section. Um, and versecast.org is over there as well, and we'd appreciate another upvote. Again, it only takes like less than a second, a nanosecond maybe. Maybe not that quick, but... That would be it, really quick. Yeah, it's pretty quick, though. We'll measure it. We'll get back to you. You can't do it a thousand times a second. That just wouldn't work. If you clicked really hard... <laughs> oh, my God. Your mouse would explode. Whoa. Let's not let's not get people injured here, people. <laughs> That's right. Safety first. 
All right, well, until next time then, we are Those Guys With Ships, and this has been our community podcast. See you guys. Cue the space music. See you later. Okay, Jimmy, quick, give me a number between 1 and 100 million. 11 Checking, 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 loading. 99771034, you're Bum, bum, ba, bum, What? <laughs> <laughs>